As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, creating joy and sharing our love for all things Disney. So Mimi, it's, it's rough being home a lot. It's rough not being able to go to the parks. We're seeing people going to the parks and all that good stuff. So we got to find our way to get our Disney fix each week. So this week, what have you been doing to get your Disney fix? I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus and yeah, just watching a lot of Disney Plus. What are you watching? Boy Meets World. You got to check on this. I got to make sure it's appropriate. It's Disney. It's Disney Plus. It's okay. Boy Meets World is probably the most inappropriate thing on the whole thing. <laughs> it's a good it's show. It's not even inappropriate. It's just not censored, which is what makes it funny. <laughs> what else were you watching besides Boy Meets World? Star versus the Forces of Evil. Ah, okay. 10 out of 10. I like... When I was younger, I watched the first episodes and I was like, kind of, eh. but I literally got so hooked so fast. <laughs> well, that's good. We all have to get our Disney fix one way or the other. I'm Disney Plus is great. No, oh, well, it's all good. It's all good. I watch stuff on Disney Plus that are made for yeah, children. Yeah, but you watch like shorts from your childhood. I'm watching a kid show made for seven-year-olds. Yeah, well, it's all good. No one's judging. Judge-free zone here. There is no judgment. Yeah, it's all good. So instead of in addition, I should say to watching Disney Plus, I've also been playing a lot of Disney Emoji Blitz. Yeah. I think I'm up to level 70. And that's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Suck. Right. Yeah. You get sucked into it. And then next thing you know, you've played Emoji Blitz forever. But it's a lot of fun. So I'm sure our listeners have been getting their Disney fix one way or the other. And um, if they would like to share with us. How they get their Disney fix, just shoot us an email at disneyassembled at gmail.com. We also have been finding more listeners to our podcast, or our more listeners have been finding our podcast out there. So, Mimi, have we gotten any new five-star ratings or reviews on Apple Podcasts? Yeah, I think we got three or four new ratings, new five-star ratings, but we did get um, one new review, and it's entitled Fun Times, and it reads... Troy and Mimi, I really enjoy this show. You both do a great job. Keep up the good work. So thank oh. you for leaving us that review. Yeah, who was that? Is that? Did they leave a name or a tag or something? Argens64. Wanna... Uh, Argen64. So hey, whoever you are, Argen64, thank you very much for your very kind review. And if you are listening to the show and when you're done on Apple Podcasts, if you would be so kind, if you enjoyed yourself, go in there and Click those five stars and write a little quick review, and that'll be great. We'd really appreciate that. So cool. It's all good. 
So in addition to our listeners that are finding us, um, I thought we would try something a little bit new this week. We're not a news show. There are a lot of really good Disney podcasts that focus heavily on the news and they do yeah, a lot and they of do like research. Oh yeah. They do real research and news. they do, they send like reporters or people that work for their podcasts to the parks and they do, and they have like a, I'm sure they have a, a an outline of things they want to read off a screen. Yeah. We don't have that. No, we just have what we've been seeing on social media. Right. And, and hearing, I have a friend in the parks right now, so I'm like, right getting a sense on what's going on. So I want to try something new and we'll see if our listeners enjoy this new segment of the show. We're going to call this the Disney assembled newsly news news of the week. Okay. So you want to call it that. I want to call it flash news, flash news. That's not nearly as fun as the newsy news news of the week. I'm not ever going to say that. Okay. Let's go to the flash news. All right, Mimi, so Disney Flash News of the Week, what what do you remember? What's going on in Disney that you recall? Well, something is actually going on in Disney because the parks are open. So there's that. Everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone's staying kind of socially distant from what I can tell from photos. Yeah. Okay. Parks are open. All four yeah, in Florida. Parks are open. Masks are being worn. Masks are being worn. People are distanced. I, not a lot of people are there, I don't think. And then... Oh, there was the horse with the parade. Merida was riding Angus and then the balloon, some kid. I saw that video. Child let go of the, the balloon. Balloon, balloon goes and around Angus. And next thing you know, Merida is almost trampled in the middle of Main Street. Yeah. So when you showed me that video, I was like, well, she had to have had some kind of experience in horseback riding. And you were like, no, 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 no. But I was, I was convinced. I was consistent. And you were and. You finally came to me and said, Meredith's friend has experience in horseback riding. I was like, ha ha, I told you. Because yeah. like they would not have hired her to ride a horse if she didn't know how to you ride see a now, horse. You see now, right now, you're talking, you're, you're, what you're hinting at is almost some research. And that would make us a news show. No, that's wanna, common sense. We want to stay away from the news. You're getting dangerously close to real news instead of just newsy news. That's all I've heard. Of, that's all I've heard. Well, I have some flash news related to Disney this week. I heard I saw that Disney Plus will be airing a new clone Star Wars clones series called The Bad Batch based on a group of characters from season seven of Clone Wars. We we watched that, didn't we? I watched it. You watched it with 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 brother with brother. Yeah, I did not watch it. Okay, Bad Batch are great. Looking forward to it. What else? (laughs) I don't know. Parks are open. Got masks. Merida and the Horse. I mentioned earlier on the live that I was really hoping the Loki series was still coming out when it said it was supposed to. And I think it still is. So I guess that's like news. Yeah. I'm not totally sure. Marvel shows will be out Mandalorian, this fall. Mandalorian. Season two. Things fall. are coming out. Hopefully we can pray. There's a Black Widow movie out there somewhere. No one knows when and where it's going to come Same out. Same with the Mulan movie. Yeah, Just kind of disappeared. All right. That's enough flash news for this week. Yeah, that's right. enough. What do you think? No okay. More. All right. No more newsy news, flash news, whatever you want to call it for the week. All right, let's move on to our dad joke of the week. We do have a dad joke of the week. Yeah. I did not come up with this dad joke of the week, right? So for our guests, it's time to share this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. This one is sponsored by The Double Play Show. So go, if you want to check them out, their Instagram tag is at The Double Play Show. And this is their joke. 
Are you ready? Okay. What is a cow's favorite Disney princess? What? Mulan. Haha, uh -huh, funny. So there you go. Disney yeah. dad joke of the week. This week sent in by our friends at the Double Play Show. So if our friends who are I listening. I feel bad like commenting on other people's jokes because like they're other people's jokes. But like that one was good. It's just none of these are funny. So like none of them, like even when Papa comes up with them, they're not funny. Like don't take it personally if I don't laugh at your joke. If they were really funny, funny, they wouldn't be dad jokes. The whole right. point like, is if they were, they're not really that funny. Yeah. But if that our, one made sense and it was like, haha. Well, if any of our friends out there listening. Yours slowly stopped making certain. I will, I will come up with sense. more, but we have people actually submitting them. So if our listeners want to submit a Disney dad joke of the week for us to read on the air, just send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com with your Disney dad joke, or you can DM us on our social accounts at Disney Assembled on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Yep. So, Mimi, what are we really here to talk about this week? I think we have a really fun topic to bring to our listeners this week. What are we going to be talking about? Yeah, so we didn't really discuss the topic this week. You were just kind of like, we're going to do this. And I was like, that sounds cool. So we're going to be coming up with backstories for Disney characters from films that we didn't really get a, a background for or we had a few questions about. Um, It'll make more sense as we go along, but we're going to be writing backstories for characters. Certainly. So we know that there have been a couple of Disney movies that have come out recently that have focused on characters that didn't have their like own Maleficent films. And, like um, Maleficent, right? And it was a backstory to understanding Maleficent a little bit better. Yeah, same with Frozen 2. I mean, like, I think we understood Elsa a little bit more, but that doesn't make Frozen 2 necessary. I well, still don't think it it was necessary, but whatever. a lot of people like Frozen too. Don't 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 See, alienate okay. a segment of our of off our topic. Listeners. I liked it, but it was completely unnecessary. Well, we're much gonna... like every single Cars sequel ever <laughs> ever made. Well, we're going to go ahead and have an episode this week where we talk about Disney characters that maybe need a backstory because we don't know a whole lot about them or how they got to the place in the movies that they were in. And so we both came up with a list of some characters from movies that we kind of liked. And we thought these characters needed their own backstory. We may even we may even add a little bit about what we think their backstory may be like. All right, Mimi. So why don't you get us started? Jump right in with your the first character that you think needs a Disney backstory. All right. So the first character on my list is Captain Hook. Now, I'm pretty sure we learned a little bit more about Captain Hook. Um. Like, more context, I guess, from the original movie, like, super long time ago in Pan and, you know, the other various Peter Pan live-action movies. But I feel like if there was just a little bit more that we could learn about him and, like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of Peter Pan backstories. I would want to see one about Captain Hook because there's a lot that we're missing. Like, there's something, it's something just missing. Why does he hate? pan so much like i don't understand i think it's a great one to bring up because the disney animated version of captain hook i'm not worried about those other live action movies but that one why does he hate the lost boys so much like i know it's because pan's the reason his hand got bit off but there's something else like you can tell like there's some other reason like why were they fighting to begin with and where are the other ships i yeah, mean how can you have a pirate only... 
there's no other ships to pirate. Like, how can you be a pirate if there's no one to plunder? Yeah, like, I would like to see um, some kind of extra backstory with Captain Hook that we're just kind of lacking. And really, are, are the only adults in Never Never Land pirates? Like, there are no other adults. Yeah. As far as I can tell, there are very few, maybe... Maybe no, the native, the, the, the Indian the, tribes, the, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. But I don't know. Hook needs a backstory. You're Hook right. Hook does need a backstory. And why does he put up with Smee? Yeah. I mean, can he not find better pirates than Smee? I don't think so. I Okay. Personally, I think the Lost Boys would make great pirates, but that's not important right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Hook. There's something going on there <laughs> with Captain Hook. Yeah, we something... need to understand. Yeah, definitely. I you agree. know, you would think that. Uh, there's a reason. There's a reason there. Yeah. More than just losing your hand. It had to be something. But, right. Because he lost his hand in a battle. Okay. Well, like. No, that didn't. Well, yeah. No, cat, Peter they, Pan yeah, cut it cut off. Cut it off. And then the, the crocodile ate it. Ate the but, clock. Right. No. no the, right. Crocodile the ate clock the hand. And, the and likes how it tastes. Right. And the but clock. They had to have been fighting for his hand to be, to be cut off. So there's something else. How does else. that crocodile still have the clock? Yeah. Wouldn't it have wouldn't it have expelled the clock through the other and end the, the alarm, at some point? The alarm goes off on that clock so many times in the movie. I'm like, what? Can you just like pick a timeline? But that's not really relevant. That is that crocodile must is either constipated or that clock is caught in its mouth. Yeah. When, I, when we had a, a TikTok croc pin. But I don't know where it's at anymore. Well, I agree with you. I think it's a great start. I think Captain Hook needs a backstory. We need to get on that. All right, you, yeah. my first one. Yeah. We're gonna go back to one of my from a few episodes ago. Oh no. Oh Geppetto. Oh no. We're going back to Pinocchio. I need to understand Geppetto's backstory. Was he really? Was he woodcarver? Was he Geppetto the butcher? No. And then he lost his job. And had to become a woodcarver. No, that doesn't. Those two things don't correlate at why all. Why does he desperately want this little boy? Because why he's not carve? Lonely. Why not carve a girlfriend? Because why not carve? I mean, I don't. I, because he sings about how he wants a son to teach his. But that's why we craft. need a backstory. Like, did he have a son before that he lost, and now he's trying to find a new son? Was he married? Did his wife leave him and take his son with him? Maybe to a rival butcher and he was so distraught that he couldn't cut meat anymore and he became a wood carver? But carving, wood carving and butchering are two completely separate crafts. But I think when you see Geppetto in the park, he's one ketchup stain away from looking like a butcher. Yeah, I know. We've been over this, but like I just. I think Geppetto needs a backstory. I think he's a character. That I have to understand why he's motivated to do what he does. Yeah, like there has to be some reason for carving a little boy. And there's no, well, out of wood. He didn't carve a little boy up, right? He took a piece of wood (laughs) and made a boy. So Geppetto needs, definitely needs a backstory. I think Geppetto Mm -hmm. would make a good movie, a good backstory. And I just want to know what. I don't think Geppetto would make a good movie, but I think it would make a good backstory. It would make a good movie. Geppetto. The story of the lonely butcher who carved, who turned to wood carving and made a boy. But why? That's, that's what, what we, the movie's going to be about. We, that's why we need a movie. All right. We got to move on. All right. So the second one I personally think is is one of the greatest Disney mysteries of all time. 
Um, Mary Poppins, where did she come from and how? How does she do what she does? There, there are so many mysteries surrounding her as a woman, as a character. Bring there it, is sister. so Bring much. It. I had so many questions. I still have so many questions. And I know that we're probably not ever going to get a backstory, not because, not only because of like the rights or whatever, but because she's a perfect character with her mystery. Like she's not the same without it. But if we were to get it, I would love it. I would I would go opening opening night to go see Mary Poppins backstory because how and why and where and all all the questions I have so many questions about Mary Poppins. And I want to know came how she from. flies in. I wonder if she drinks um, some of that juice from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that makes you float. No, she uses her magic talking umbrella. Oh well, okay, maybe <laughs> that too. <laughs> Mary Poppins is a mysterious character, and just comes out of nowhere and. She's got the bag where she puts more in it than exactly. can possibly there, fit. And then they go walking through chalk. Like, there are so many questions. And that laughing guy, how does she know him? And I she obviously know. knows Bert from something else. Maybe like, they went to high school together. What? I have so many questions. Maybe she so and Bert Maybe many... she and Bert grew up together. I don't know. I don't think. They're just. Ugh. I don't know. So many things about Mary Poppins that so I would just love to So many questions we need answered. To know. We must have answers. Definitely. We definitely do. All right. My second one. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Disney animated movies is Sword in the Stone. I love Sword in the Stone. It's a fun movie. I want to know why Mad Madam Mim is so <laughs> angry with Merlin. Yeah. Like the wizard's duel. That's a real good question. I think I think she used to she had her eye on Merlin when they were younger, and I think he turned her away. I don't think so. I She's, think this is a a a woman who was scorned. Personally, I love her. I think she's awesome. But like, I would like, like, I agree. Where? But where? Where did she come from? And why is she there? And why did she? Pink, why is she pink so mad for a hair color? Why is she so mad? What? What? I mean, come on. It's okay. Yeah. Why did she pink? Pick pink for a hair color. Why not blue? Or like purple. I don't know. Wait, isn't it purple? It's purple. Why didn't she pick like something else? I don't know what her objective is and what she's out there to do. I mean, she doesn't seem to have much of a a purpose other than to just be a foil to Merlin. And doesn't she turn the little boy into a squirrel? I think Merlin turns the boy into a squirrel. Oh, that's right. It's been a while. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen. Doesn't she become a snake and she tries to eat the squirrel? I thought it was a crocodile. I don't or know. Something. They have that wizard's duel. They keep changing into different things. Into, yeah. But Mad Madam Mim, funny character. Quality character. It's good, a good stuff. Movie. But I need to know more. Yeah. And why is she so Sword mad? Sword in the Stone is very underrated. And, you know, by default, Mad Madam Mim is underrated. I need to know we need what to her know. deal is. We need to know. So we yeah. know how to avoid becoming so mad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who do you got? Number three. Genie. I think everyone I think lots of people have questions about Jeannie the same way people have questions about Mary Poppins. Because like when he first appears out of the lamp, he's like ten thousand years. Okay, well, like what were you doing before those ten thousand years? Like if you've been around for that long, you were probably around before, right? So like how like and why does Jafar want you so bad besides the wishes? Like there had like I just we could learn a lot about Jeannie. How do you become a genie? Yeah, how does that happen? Are you Was born? he always a genie? Are there women genies and then they make baby genies? I don't know. Did they come with their own lamps? 
He is blue. He's a blue genie. Get it? <laughs> He's like a blue gene. He's a blue genie. <laughs> Two but how dad do genies, jokes. where do they come? There you go. There's a dad joke. So what? I don't get it either. Was he human? Right. Like, why? He, if he wanted to be free, was he human before and then got trapped for 10,000 years? But then he said Aladdin was not the first one. No. So there was obviously someone before him. So this guy has been turned into a genie for 10,000 plus years. Genies got to come from somewhere. Like, there lots of questions. I mean, what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, the genie or the wish? I don't know. Exactly. Where did the genie come from? Exactly. We need to know this thing. There's some kind of, like, dark magic that got him roped into being a genie. Right. So don't some do kind of sequels, do thing. prequels, exactly. and give me some backstory and on the genie. And that's what made Monsters University so good. It was not a sequel. It was a prequel. Oh. Boom. There you go. All right. You ready to move on from my third one? Yes. And, you know, my third one, in many ways, is a lot like Mad Madam Mim, my second one. Mm -hmm. But more evil. Okay. I think Mad Madam Mim wasn't evil as much as she was just mad. This one is evil. Mm -hmm. Ursula from Little Mermaid. What's the deal? Why are, you, why are you so angry? Why do you hate Triton so much? Why, why uh, is it King Triton? Yeah. Yeah. Why does you hate King Triton? What is, why do you keep trying to trap those people? I mean, something must have happened. What does she want with a little girl's Were, voice? Right. Was she once a mer person that was cursed? Was she banished by King Triton? I think Did she have a secret crush on him when they were younger? Why do you have the same solution because, for all of these? Well, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to think what would have made Ursula so evil. I think there so is some kind evil. of Ursula backstory out there somewhere. We just didn't do any research. So we're going to... Uh, is she just jealous? Probably. She wanted the trident thing. So but did she, she could, ever like, try being nice? I don't know. She has those not. two eel things. But why not try early on? I mean, that's what we need to know the backstory. Maybe she tried to be kind and nice, and maybe they just threw her out. Maybe they didn't want anything to do with it. Like, how do you become the sea witch? <laughs> the sea witch, you're not born a sea witch. And maybe right. you are born a sea witch. How did she like, I need figure to out these, these spells? Did she just like test it on random mer people? Like how many more people have died because she many didn't get her remember spell all those right? souls that she had? No, right? but that was like after she got her spell right. Well, Ursula needs a backstory. I need to understand how you become. How does one become a sea witch? And if you have a choice of professions, why do you choose sea witch? Is there benefits that we don't know about to being the sea witch that caused Ursula to go in that direction? We don't know these things. No, we don't. We have to know them. I don't think we have to know them, but we would I like want to, to know, know them. them. Yeah. I want to know these things. Yeah, but if given the choice, I would rather have a Mary Poppins backstory than an Ursula one. But, like, Ursula's still a good one. Bad guys, you know, have are good characters to dig into the backstory because something did, something happened. Yeah, something went wrong. To usually change them to go another. that way. And Ursula, ugh, Yeah. heebie-jeebies. All right. Know. She doesn't bother me, but okay. Let's let's move on. All right. Who do you got next? So I have Lilo and Nani. Because like if you've seen Lilo and Sitch, which you probably have, um, you know that Lilo and Nani live alone. They parent their parents have passed away or something. Something like that happened to them, and they live alone now. And 
Um, so there's that. And I would like to know why. Like, there probably is some kind of hint that they died or something. But it feels like if you look at the photo that Lilo always has with her, Lilo is the same age in that photo as she is in the movie. And so is Nani. And so it's hard for me to like look at that and be like, so you're going to explain this or what? Like, I know it's not the whole premise of the movie, but the a big chunk of the movie happens because of the the guardianship of Lilo and Nani trying to get that. So like, I would like to see maybe if they'd done a little more background on that, I wouldn't feel as like pushed into that movie. But that's not to say Lilo and Stitch isn't a masterpiece, which it is. But like, I would like to see more, maybe not in a full length film, but maybe like, I don't know, a short or something like that. Yeah, Leo's is a great movie, it's a great movie about family. And it does have the part where Lilo's parents are no longer with them. And so maybe seeing Lilo's parents yeah. would make it even more emotional. Yeah, like it would make like I know it's kind of hinted at it, but I wouldn't I personally I want to know the full story. Right. And they're just not telling me the full story. Right. Elsa and Anna have a similar tale. Their parents leave and then they end up basically parenting each other. Yeah, but we know how they died. Right. So it's like, it's not as, I don't know. Well, that's a good one. We should get a backstory on Lilo's family. Yeah. Right. Good. My next one, I'm going to move in a slightly different direction. It's less of a backstory, I guess, but it helps understand these characters better. And that is, I would love for the Incredibles to go back to their retro days. And I would like to see some of their adventures with the other supers that were around during the retro part. Like when, when it was young Mr. Incredible before they got married mm-hmm. and he was in the blue and the black and he was in the fancy car and yeah. Elastigirl was, they were separate. They weren't, but they were kind of flirting with each other. I'd like to see more of that. I'd love to see, <laughs> you know, Frozone and all those guys and, and all the supers that were, before they got outed yeah. by the government, before they had to go underground, all that stuff. I would like to learn more about that. Yeah. And create a superhero Incredibles backstory set of adventures. Yeah, like right? it's not like a backstory, but it's like fun tales that link to the movie that help it make more sense. I mean, you get a little snippet of it in the beginning of the Incredibles. Yeah. Right. But to me, I want, I would love, I think there's a whole, it may not be a full length movie, but you could do like a Disney plus TV series yeah. where it's the Incredibles, you know, and maybe how they interacted with the government agents. And it feels yeah. very much like the sort of like an Avengers with agents of shield sort of type of feel to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. Like that a Mr. Cool. Incredible, you know, sort of, uh, um, you know, retro tales of crime fighting and getting bad guys and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. That sounds really cool. That does sound cool. We need to do that. Disney Plus, if you're listening, get on it. I yes. need me. I need some more Mr. Incredible. Get on that. 14 right. years for a sequel and you're just going to give us that. Give us more. Give us more. <laughs> all right. Who do you got next? All right. So my last one on my list is Jack Sparrow. Ooh, that's a great one. It's my. OK, Jack Sparrow is one of my favorites. I love pirates, but in the first movie, there isn't a lot of backstory about him. Like, I know we know him as as Captain Jack Sparrow, and he's really smart, and 
and cunning and he gets stuck on that island with the revolver or whatever and that kind of gives some backstory as to why he wants the black pearl but like why does everyone know him why does everyone why is everyone out to kill him why how is he so smart is he known for being smart or is he known for being stupid and we're just lucky we're just lucky right like but we know he's smart but i would like to see why and i want to i just think that there could be so much background there that would be so so entertaining i think it'd be fantastic and i think it would be a fantastic series on disney plus sort of a younger jack sparrow how he becomes captain where does he start right like how did he get the black pearl to begin with or even how did he become a pirate to start with and then how did he work his way up through the ranks to become captain right like i don't (laughs) have the same kind of questions about jack as i do about like mary poppins but I feel like that would be so cool. I do think, yeah, I think that's a great choice. I think getting some taste of his adventures before that first movie. Right. Because you're right. They they add little pieces in there so you can start to kind of understand. The longer you watch them, you kind of get it. I want to see it. it. Right. But I want to see it. Like the creepy lady in the bog in the second movie, you know, that gives him the the jar of dirt. Like, ha ha, I got a jar of dirt, you know, you know. How does he know her? What is the backstory? Like, I know they were, like, together or whatever, but they're not now, and I want to see that. Like, I want to see how that went down, and I just think it would be really cool to I think see a, that. I think a Jack Sparrow backstory, either, you know, a short-run TV series or... I would pay to see that. That would be a fantastic idea. I would pay to see that, yeah. I think it would be a great idea. Fan- great. That That's a great choice, Mimi. They've made... Great choice. A few movies too many, but it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, they're still very entertaining. But they're not good. Well, you know what's going to happen, so it's all right. Yeah, they're all kind of the same after a while, but I should stop talking. What's the last one on your list? I have one more on my list, and I went in a slightly different direction again. I went more into the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. And for people who love Star Wars, this might be something a lot of people have already said they would love to see more of. And me, I would love to see it too. And that would be... More about Mace Windu, the Jedi, played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movies. Yeah. Um, had purple lightsaber. Um, if you read about Mace Windu, anyone who reads books or comic books, Star Wars books, there's a lot more about Mace Windu. But I would like to see it either in film or in TV, kind of right, like, like how they're doing Mandalorian right now. I would like to see a backstory on Mace Windu about how he becomes a Jedi, how yeah, he trains. Yeah, like he was the most trusted advisor to Yoda, and they're just going to give us nothing. And he's an him. extraordinarily powerful Jedi. Right, and I we mean, know that. He had the Emperor done. Like He had defeated the Emperor, was ready to go before Anakin stepped in. So Mace Windu, I think, would be a character that I would love to see Disney take yeah. and do and, a really yeah. good series or backstory to really add more depth yeah, to the on screen ver- on screen version of that character right yeah but i don't think they could get samuel L. jackson to do it again well no the same way you you they didn't get billy d williams to play you know lando in solo you have to get a younger actor yeah. that can pull off the role right because my idea would be it's mace windu from being a padawan and how he's discovered and how yeah. he builds his and and how he goes through the Clone Wars I don't know. Maybe so we'll forth. learn more about him in that in the next wave of, in the next trilogy, I guess. Because like the Star Wars saga is oh, the Skywalker saga. Sorry, is over. So we're like, you know, there's obviously has to be obviously has to be some kind of ex, extra plan, you know, to like keep making movies. So yep. like maybe hopefully we learn more about him like later on 
I hope so. It'd be great to see that. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, yeah. Five characters from the Disney universe that both Mimi and I picked on our own that we would love to see Disney do some treatment on to get either TV shows or movies to help explain their backstory. Yeah. And we think that'd be a lot of fun. And if our listeners have ideas for other characters that they would love to see Disney do, and they want to share that with us, Mimi, how can they find us online and get in touch with us? They can email us disneyassembled at gmail.com, or they can send us a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, all at disneyassembled. And then um, aside from contacting us, buy our t-shirts, Public Disney Assembled. This is a shameless plug, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> and then Patreon, $5 a month for exclusive content. Disney Assembled. It's the same there as it is everywhere else. Just like right. Patreon, you know, Disney Assembled. Good stuff. Yeah, tpublic.com. Do a search for Disney Assembled. A lot of cool items there with our logo on it, especially t-shirts and masks and if you're at the park wearing a t-shirt or mask uh take a picture and tag us we'd love to see that and as mimi said our patreon uh is up patreon.com slash disney assemble for only five dollars a month we're going to start doing some very uh patron exclusive content there we also will send you a link to a private facebook group for patrons yeah right and we'll make sure we give you a shout out on the show well mimi oh, oh before we close out i keep forgetting to do this every week we also have youtube we do have youtube we have a youtube channel in on which we are trying to upload the podcast episodes for people who can watch them or listen to them on youtube and eventually we'll put more video content out but we do have a youtube channel uh search for us disney assembled on youtube we really would appreciate more subscribers we got to get to that hundred subscriber point to get the the custom url right yep. the one that says slash disney assembled instead of the jumbling of letters um and then way down the road after we get a thousand subscribers we can do live on youtube but we can't do live on youtube yet so if you have youtube and you would like to hit that subscribe button that would help us out tremendously we would really appreciate it and don't forget your five-star rating review on apple podcast yep well this has been a a lot of fun. I've enjoyed talking about these characters. Hopefully our listeners enjoyed listening to it. And uh, this has been fun. Yeah, this has been fun. Yeah. And so we'll be back next week uh, with more content. If people have ideas for ideas for the show, they can send us one of those messages and we'll take that under consideration. But it, I guess that'll do for this week. Yep. And with that, see, see you real soon. soon.